nice out now game game Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Chich, and I'll be your DM for tonight. And the players with me tonight are Andrea. Very gay. Very, very gay. Mm. Mood. <laughs> mm. Yes. Cora. Wild, cold, and hard. Teddy, soft, and warm. Oh. Yeah, very true. Listen to the lesbians, they speak wisdom. Mm-hmm. Richard. I have nothing to contribute to this. No, that's fair. And Dia. I have a cookie. It has raisins. Raisins and cookies are good, actual. actually. Fight me. Agree to disagree. Fight me! Uh, so yeah, it's been uh, a while since we last played, and um, since then, you know, I've been I've been back in drag again, and you know, summer drag is a really good idea, as you know, evidenced, obviously, by me. And uh, I got sunburned so bad that I think it also burned away my memories, and I can't remember what happened last time we played, so can anybody please remind me? Right, <clears throat> so, okay, <clears throat> when we arrived at the library, we encountered an elven man who seemed to have heard of Marjorie. We asked about the girl's friends, and he said they should be there that day and where we could find them. Uh, we also asked about old books and were told about a couple of them. He also mentioned that the library had been moved and that the old library had been turned into an archive. We got shown around the library by a half-elf man uh, when we got to the book. Some children ran past us. Marjorie and Decla started to follow them. But before they got far, we spotted a paper golem. We fought it, careful not to damage the paper too much. Well, everyone except for Decla. Uh, Marjorie made Decla into a giant woman. Uh, Dawn ignored the fight to read a book. Marjorie tried to hit, uh, hit it with a book, but just ended up adding the book to the golem. Decla punched it to death. The uh, librarian uh, came over and seemed extremely uh, exasperated by the whole situation. So as the paper settles, mm-hmm. um, did we see where the kids went? Uh, they went downstairs. Um, yeah, one of them was on a, on a wheelchair, but there's a levitating platform there. Hi, Magic World, why not? Yeah. Yeah. There's a levitating platform to go up and down. Stories. I want to go say hi to my assisted mobility friend. We are both <laughs> chair users. Mm-hmm. Except your chair can climb stairs. Yes, that's true. I do have an advantage. Also, the new the new combat wheelchair can also climb stairs, but this is not the combat wheelchair. It's a, just a regular chair. Yeah, I figure. I, I figure that uh, that that's not that that wouldn't be the base wheelchair model in the world. No, you know, it's you know, what a regular teenager doesn't need. It's even mentioned in the stats for the combat wheelchair that it's not a standard wheelchair, which only costs like five gold. Yeah. He probably has a good wheelchair though. Yeah, no, it's decent anyway. Yeah, you saw the children went uh, downstairs. Don, I seem to somehow remember that last time you said that you were uh, looking for any um. Differences between editions of the book you were reading? Yes, I was. Yeah, and you're still reading uh, as this is going on. Now, you have to take into account, this is not the original language of the book. This is this was translated. Mm-hmm. Um, roll me investigation. Investigation. 
<laughs> well, that's a resounding eight. <laughs> yeah, um, you think an archaeologist would need to know things? Oh, oh, I'm well aware. My investigation is six. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, you uh, you read through the you th- read through the book. Like at some point, you start getting bored because you know you've read this all before. Like, yeah, there's a few a few a few words are translated differently, and a few phase- phrases are turned around from what you can remember. But you know, otherwise, doesn't it doesn't seem doesn't seem to be that much different. Like you don't you don't you make it like a few letters in before you give up. So uh, Dawn exasperatedly uh, blows off a piece of paper from the top of his head which has settled there. <laughs> from the turban. But I, I assume it takes me time to get to that stage, whereas the others shall be doing other things, so... Yeah, yeah, you're still uh, sort of leaning, uh, standing at the bookshelf. And the others are just... Uh, the paper has just freshly settled, so... The librarian come up, came up the stairs and uh, is uh, sort of shaking his head at the mess around. Oh yes, this happens every few years. It's uh some teenager will try to impress their crush and it will go terribly out of control and it's uh it's nothing new, it's nothing new. And uh he goes closer to the pile of paper to examine the damage. Can you save the books? Are they okay? Uh probably, probably. If not, if not, we can probably get uh we can get the new editions, probably. This is... Uh, it seems it, it was a few volumes of uh, applied arithmetics and in uh, transmutation. Well, I don't feel so bad about destroying it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but think of all the potential knowledge that was lost. Yeah, we, we, tried, we tried to look after the books. Don't worry, it's not the only book in existence. We can... Besi- besides, uh, arithmetics evolve every day, it's... Yes, but it, the people in the past thought differently, and it's it's fascinating to see their way, you know? All knowledge is valuable, even if it's incorrect. You do have a point, Marge. You do have a point. I mean, you can write a new book about the history of... What did you say it was? <laughs> Applied arithmetics and transmutation. Yes, I would, but... Wh- but a, a source for that just got destroyed. It just became much harder. <laughs> I mean, I suppose you could piece together the pages. I mean, none of these pa- none of the pages are specifically destroyed. I mean, a few of them got a little bit ripped, but oh no, this this can be this can be saved. It's just gonna take time. Oh well. Maybe this library needs some kind of protection against magic. Yeah, uh, I. I... Wouldn't be the worst thing to have an anti-magic field in the in in the library to prevent this happening in the future. Agreed. Might destroy all the preservation magic on the books, though. Yes, that that, that is a concern. You wouldn't be able to um, use magic to put out fires in case something like that happened. Yes, and also the accessibility options lower significantly with that. Oh yes, yes, of course. The library should be open to everyone. This is a public institution. Oh yes, of course. The um, the lifting platform. Which is just one of the one of the options. What about all the magical prosthetics? Oh yes. Oh cherry, cherry wouldn't work. Would because um yes we we tried to we couldn't get cherry into the anti mag. I would stop. <laughs> I stopped. Nah. <laughs> and that, I realised that I'm. <laughs> uh, oh, you mean when, oh you mean when we robbed the bank? <laughs> 
I'm sure Marjorie didn't say does, that. Does Marjorie actually say that? No, I do a big wink at the librarian when I do it. Oh, God. <laughs> and he does a big wink back. Oh, Marge, you're always a joker. I go and find the kids. Yes, let's find the kids before they all run off to their homes. Yeah, so you, you go... The old librarian is uh, looking through the pile of uh, paper, muttering to himself. The other librarian, the half, the younger half-elf, um, is there with him, just sort of looking over. And uh, yeah, he, he just sort of waves you off, so sort of, yeah, you can go if you want. And yeah, you go downstairs... Um, there's another librarian downstairs. It's a it's a woman, um, a dwarf woman. Um, she's got uh, brown hair and two braids. She seems to be like middle aged, and she uh, she's talking to the kids. What's she saying? What do you mean you don't know what happened? And the boy in the wheelchair says, "I I don't I don't know what happened. I just I was trying something out and it it went way wilder than I thought it would." Excuse me, are you talking about the uh, uh, paper gold? Yeah, I guess. And uh, he, he turns the chair around to face you. I just tried to make one paper dance, not all of them. It was so cool! I'm sorry, what? I love it! Uh, are you kidding me? I've never seen one of those. Well, no, I, I have. I've seen plenty, and I'm lying about that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you, and the other librarian kind of kind of shoots you a look, kind of don't encourage him. Well, I think creativity in young people should be encouraged. Marjorie is a force of chaos. Nobody got hurt. We were all here to take care of it, and we had a giant lady stamp it down. All thanks to you, Marjorie. And the kids just kind of look at you wide-eyed and kind of look at each other. We actually want to... Um, speaks to you about your friend Esther. And they just all kind of, just all kind of look sad. And the librarian, um, also, also looks sad. We're trying to find her. Yeah, we, we, we believe that you were some of the last people, uh, well, she was, well, the last time she was seen was going to meet you here. Yeah, we'd like to know if, if she actually made it or not. I mean, it's been weeks. And, well, okay. Did you, did you see the day? We don't actually see each other that often. When was the last time you saw her? About a month ago. Uh, side note, uh, months work a bit differently here in this world than they do in our world. So the month is about six weeks. How many months to a year? Eight. Eight months around six weeks. Does that match up with that timeline of when we think she went missing? About, yeah. Did she uh, ever talk about uh, her her home life? I mean, not specifically. Do you remember where she went after you met her last time? Where she was going, what she said she was doing? Uh, they all think for a second, and the boy in the chair, the dwarven boy, uh, who, whose name you remember to be Kai, because people were yelling at him when, it, when the thing happened. <laughs> she was actually going to the market... We usually go directly home, but she said she was going to the market. Um, is is Dawn there, or is Dawn still upstairs? No, up to you. I think I think probably around this point you you would have gotten uh, fed up with the book and just yeah, yeah I I would have certainly sorted down to transactions. And um, did uh, she mention anyone new in her life, a new friend, or um, or anyone she was afraid of? 
Oh, that girl wasn't afraid of anyone. And um, the the other girl uh, pipes up. Bronze dragonborn girl. Esther wasn't afraid of anyone or anything. Did she ever mention having any sort of involvement with organized crime? <laughs> <laughs> Don't actually they, they like, Yes, yes, she did. Like she mentioned it all the time, how she was in with the Maradona. Yep, yep, <laughs> definitely. She was always bragging about her uh, work in the underworld, pushing drugs and things like that. Yep, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, you, that, that's basically what the girl sh- says, with very, very, very obviously, very sarcastically. Hey. Hustle starts at a young age. <laughs> well, it was, I find honesty is a good strategy sometimes. Did she say why she was going to the market? Yeah, and uh, Kai actually says, well, I asked her if she could buy me, if she could get something for me, because... What would that be? I asked her if she could buy some dancing shoes for my sister's birthday. It was coming up, and... You know, I didn't want to spoil the surprise, so I asked her if she could go and buy them for me. I saw this really nice pair at the market stall. They were red and they had blue laces and they were really pretty and I thought, well, maybe my sister would like them. How much were they? I mean, not that much. I was going to pay her back when I saw her next time, but I didn't see her, I mean. Well... Uh, perhaps we'd better ask at the shoe shop then. Indeed. The, the, the shoes, was it the shoe stall in the market, rather than the actual shoe shop? Yeah, the market on, on the way to her home. And she said she would give them to you the next time she saw them? She saw you? Yeah, but at the next meeting of the, of the book club. But she never showed, she never came. Hmm. Well, it seems we're going back to the market then. Do you want to finish up your research here, Thorn, or do we get to leave? Oh no, I'm bored with this place now. Oh, thank goodness. This sounds far more interesting. By the saints, let's go. <laughs> Dawn find Declan's liberphobia kind of cute, but... Bibliophobia, yeah. Oh yeah, bibliophobia, <laughs> sorry. So yeah, you leave, you go back to the market. Uh, the market near the docks, that's like a street away from um, Esther's place. Uh, I head immediately to the shoe person that I dealt with before. Shoes and Bags Incorporated. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Shoes and Bags Inc. Hey, good to see you again. I never forget a face like yours. What are you doing back here? Uh, what, the Farfalla didn't satisfy you? <laughs> oh, uh, Um... <laughs> um no, she she is a fine, fine person. Uh, do you remember someone buying some shoes from you? They were red with blue laces. Uh, this would have happened maybe six weeks ago. Oh, that's a lot. That's a long time. Uh, Dawn just sighs and opens his purse. Yes, and how much will it cost for you to you to remember? <laughs> Unless that coin has any memory powers, I. It's uh, not gonna do much. I can bounce it off your head. Were they were they like some sort of dancing shoes? Yes, I think yes, I think I had a bunch of dancing shoes. Uh, yeah, I think a woman from the theater bought them. From the theater? Yeah, yeah, Stella from the th- theater. She's uh she's an elf, uh, like you know, yay high, uh, long blonde hair. I mean, it makes sense. She's a dancer and all, you know. Did you have more than one pair? Yeah. What about a dragonborn? A teenager. 
A dragonborn. I mean, you're gonna have to be more specific. There's a lot of dragonborn here. A teenage dragonborn. Bronze or brass? Not specifically. Can I roll an insight check? Yeah, roll an insight check. Uh, can I also roll? Yeah, roll. Anyone who wants to can roll this. Dirty 20. Uh, natural 20! Makes up for the two earlier. Natural 20. <laughs> oh my god. You're rolling super well on this random encounter, basically. We all turn and look at him and go, you're bullshitting. I mean, he, do- he-, he does seem to be racking his brain, but like, he seems he seems honest enough. He-, he doesn't seem to have a reason to deceive you. Okay. And like, yeah, there there's a pretty big uh, dragonborn population in this city. Like, you have noticed that. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd, I'd notice that. Um, Daughter of a blacksmith. Had a um, a, a bag, a uh, green backpack. Uh, I describe it in more detail since I have seen it. I have seen her around. I think she, she used to go around the markets uh, with her mother, but I haven't seen her in a long time. Uh, Dawn winces at that. Um... Okay, this is useless. Let's go. So yeah, what you're getting from this is that... I. Uh, she probably disappeared before she made it to the market. Let, let's walk and talk. Her backpack was um, was taken and given away to someone else. Maybe her shoes were as well. It could lead us to another clue. But it's worthless now. We should just interrogate this tavern owner. Um, Declo, can I advise against just busting into a tavern and interrogating the head of the organised crime in this city? It might get a bit messy. I mean, I wasn't just going to slam her head against the table and say, tell me what you know. Dawn gives you a very sceptical look. (laughs) Personally, I'm much more concerned with uh, Marjorie going in and starting yelling about murdered children again. (laughs) Well, Cassidy, can you do, like, mind magic? Um, yes, I do. I know Charm Person and... uh, Command and calm, uh, calm emotions and all sorts of stuff like that. Yep, I, I can make you see invisible people. Uh, real invisible people or pretend invisible people? <laughs> no, real ones. And and maybe pretend ones if you want to. That could feasibly be useful, but maybe not in this situation. <laughs> yeah, Kasni, maybe the best way, because this way we won't have to beat anyone up or get in trouble. You could just charm her and ask her what she knows. I mean, that's true, but uh, it is worth knowing that uh, that after I use this spell, people are usually a bit mad at me. Well, it can't be much worse than beating her up in broad daylight. They're going to be mad at us anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's true. That's true. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that we're not going to avoid all consequences by doing it this way. But yeah, you know, that's a very good idea. Unless you have, I don't know, some more powerful magic that does it. Ah, uh, you don't. Zone of truth. Zone of truth doesn't compel them to tell you what everything. Exactly. It only it, it only stops them from saying lies. They so can just say, "I'm not saying anything," and that'll be it. Zone of truth. Tie them to a chair and put a gem of fireball on each limb. No, zone of truth and charm person as a combo. Exactly. Exactly. Good. Good thought. Thinking, Declan. But. I, but also, Zone of Truth kind of requires us to be in a private place, so we should charm first, and then ask them to speak to us in private. Marjorie, how's your B&E skills? 
Uh, I'm great at breakfast and and entrees. <laughs> oh, is that what that means? Yeah, I'd, I'd love some breakfast. Eyes on the prize, Declan. Because we don't need all of us there, but we should certainly do it in pairs. Um, the actual questioning. Oh, the good cop, bad cop. Good cop, bad cop! <laughs> but that leaves half the group available to, I don't know, break into their personal quarters. I would love to do some break-ins. Yeah, I'd love to not do some break-ins. Well, that's good, because I was going to suggest you go with Kazni and completely forget I said any of this. But, uh, that's fine, you can steal from bad people. Just don't get caught, please. Not again. <laughs> what do you mean, not again? Um, hmm. Posters. Did you, do you remember the chase? Caught is perhaps the wrong term, but certainly it's, uh... Spotted. How about that? Decla, when when you have a face like mine, it appears on all sorts of posters and paintings. <laughs> yes, well, just try to avoid the word wanted underneath them. Oh, that has also happened, but for different reasons, I suspect. <laughs> so I I suggest that Kasni and Decla go have a little chat. And you and me do the being, uh The fun bit, yes. Yes. See, I have uh, this fun spell you might like to get acquainted with. I say as I roll, uh, or as I walk away with Cherry, uh, with my arm over <laughs> your shoulder. <laughs> Dawn's tail just flicks back and forth happily. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's our plan. Let's go commit crimes. Let's go commit crimes. Okay, who, who goes first? What, what time of the day is it in-game? In-game, it's like afternoon. Then I suggest, Dawn suggests we pack it in for the night, we prep for tomorrow, we can scout, and we can also prep the questions we're going to ask them. We use this evening as prep time and we do it tomorrow. So yeah, you spend the night at the Wet Horse Inn, you wake up in the morning. You remember your armors are done, you should probably go pick that up, hint hint. Rewinding time slightly. Okay. If we've stayed the night in the Wet Horse Inn, Dawn would like to crawl around the outside of it mm-hmm. to just sort of map it in his mind. He's scouting, scouting it because he won't be able to do it tomorrow. Yeah, you, you you're scouting around. Uh... Basically, I want things like quickest uh, route to windows, um, easiest way up, depending where we start from. Um, basically, entrances and exits. What you've gathered from context is that Lucia's quarters are on the bottom floor, entrance behind the front desk somewhere. And yeah, you walk around, you map the windows, you map the back doors. The bottom floor is made of pebbles and concrete, and there is uh, there's large windows that you think you can manage to go through if you wanted to. There's the work entrance, which is the back entrance, which is also where the deliveries come in. Then, you know, there's two... Um, guest entrances, so one for the inn, one for the restaurant. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> you map that, and yeah, may- maybe somebody chats you up, maybe they don't, but, you know, basically, or on the job, you're focused, and then eventually you circle back inside and you go to sleep. Yeah. Okay, so it's the next morning. We shall go to back to the blacksmith again. <laughs> no, not blacksmith, sorry, this is back to Edith. Of course, yes. That's better. Yes, we definitely want to go back to Edith's. Yeah, and they're not happy to see you. They seem even crankier than usual. I wait outside. I'm also not happy to see them. I will wait outside as well. Yeah, Cassidy, Don, you go inside. 
they're they're smoking another cigarette. Like you've noticed at this point, they have, they have like four uh, ashtrays set around the shop. They're all full. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> they look even crankier than usual. It's a whole vibe. They're like, here you go. You're lucky I didn't get any sleep last night, so I actually finished it. Well, thank you. Um, did you have you been telling people about me? Cause I've had some. I had someone try to break in into my shop last night, and like, if it was that, it was. It's connected to you. I. I don't think so. Someone tried to break in. You say. I have an alarm set up around the shop, and yeah, May, maybe it was just some kids trying to play a prank. But like, if if it was actually someone, then I assure you, despite your distasteful practices, we have not been spreading word about you. Besides. In a true smear campaign, you would definitely know about it. Okay. Well, I guess that concludes our business. And a torrid affair it was. Good day. Good day. Don't leave. Say hi to the old bag for me. Will do. They just groan and uh, take another pull on their cigar and just wander back into the back room. Would it be awful to burn this place down? (laughs) Sorry. I mean... We ought to we ought to check with Marjorie, um, because you know, they're her kids. Yes, yes. Um, it would be it, it would be it would be rude to just set fire to. Um, you have to be saying this outside the shop, right? Yeah, we super are. We super are. We're not saying this in yeah. front of her. <laughs> Which so I'm sitting right here. Casney, she's right there. I mean. They 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 support the mafia. You can you can do whatever you want. I don't care. Well, they did say hi to you, so I assume that. Well, if you see them, tell them I said fuck you. <laughs> uh, Dawn leans around the door and just yells into the uh, shop. She says fuck you, <laughs> and then closes the door again. <laughs> Excellent. You get an illusion in front of your group. Just uh, thumbs up. It seems to be a prestidigitation. Just just a small thumbs up emoji. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I send Mage Hand back with a middle finger. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Uh, a Mage Hand appears in front of you and gives a thumbs up. And then you send you send a Mage Hand back with a middle finger. Let's go, I don't want to be here anymore. Yes, a little uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, so you go, you go back, uh, you go back to plan. So... Is Marjorie taking Cherry? Yes, because I have four strength and I need Cherry to get around. Do you, would you rather have the additional uh, stealthiness, or do you think it would be more important to give it to Cherry? Uh, well, I'm leaving Cherry outside, and Cherry just looks like a chair. Okay. In which case, uh, in which case, I cast Blessing of the Trickster on Marjorie. Didn't you just say you need Cherry to get around? I need Cherry to get around long distances. I can still walk around inside a house. That's fair. So yes, um, you get um, advantage on all dexterity stealth checks for one hour. Okay, thank you very much. I feel very sneaky. Okay, so around what time are you doing this? Before that happens, Dawn wants to know also magical countermeasures. Like it's quite possible that she would have. Like, from what Dawn can think of, a ring that would send an alarm if activated, wards, that sort of thing. I mean, you could cast Detect Magic and... Um, I, I assume I would have done that last, as part of last night. 
Well, yeah, if you if you did if you did it last night, if you cast uh, detect magic last night as part of your investigation. Uh, yes, he would have. Well, okay, then you don't have to roll for it. I, I forgot you can do that. You have to you have to see these things, okay? I don't remember. Uh, sorry. Everything, you know. You don't sense any magical defenses. Like there, like it's a high magic world. There are magic. There is magic stuff all around. You know the the glass in the city is imbued with magic stuff like that. People passing by have magical prosthetics and, but not specifically anything um any magic wording. Okay, I should say as well before we move on that I before we uh, as we leave the uh, the um... Edith. No, uh, in the morning at the inn. Uh-huh. Before you leave the inn, yeah? Yeah, I snag a jug, and I uh, turned it into an alchemy jug. Awesome. I'm trading in my old bag of holding for that, basically. And it's a basic-ass jug, like... Yeah, it's like, is it like a like a clay jug? Yeah, it's like the most generic kind of jug you could possibly imagine, I think. Uh, as far as I'm aware, the idea was for the interrogation to begin before the break-in. That would make sense, yes. So uh, so when do Kasni and Dekla pick her up? Well, I mean, it can't be this evening because I have a date. But it has to be this evening. And my date is more important. You have a date at nine, so somewhere bef- sometime before nine would be ideal. Yes, we'd need at least a co- I need at least a couple of hours because otherwise, you know, it might overrun and I might be late for my date. I'd suggest the evening, Kasni. What about, is, is, uh, is 6pm too early? No, I think 6 p.m. is okay. 6 p.m. is like dinner time. No, I th- I think we should go a bit later. Make make sure it's dark. Yeah, dark would be good. If this makes me late for my date, I will be furious. I can live with that. Same. Yes. Well, thanks. Kasni, isn't this a bit more important than your date? Kazni Kazni looks at Marjorie and and says, I expected that kind of thing from him. Well, I'm sorry, dear. Young love is very beautiful. But in this case, we need to stop the mafia from kidnapping kids. I suppose that is quite important. (sighs) No sense of social responsibility. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. You're just jealous because you don't have a date. Maybe you shouldn't make uh, dinner plans with people in a city that you may need to leave very quickly quickly but then when will i ever make dinner plans <laughs> <laughs> then i would never eat i would starve don't worry i'll take you out sometime not like that don't look at me like that <laughs> dead silence <laughs> <laughs> yeah so are we go if we are making plans for any later than 7 p.m i would like to send my uh raven to tell Delphine? Yes, um, Kasni will send a raven saying that um, he apologises greatly in advance if he might be a little bit late, but that he, he, he will be coming and he'll make every effort to, to be there as soon as possible, um, just because that's polite. If he might be late, he should let her know. Yep. Yeah, the raven comes back and it, uh, it says, wow, this is a cool bird. Yeah, don't don't worry, I'll bring a book or something, just... You know, if if you can't make it, do do let me know again, okay? That's that's good. That sounds all right. I, I, I um, I will make it up to her when I actually get there. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. So um, I guess we wait till it gets a bit dark. So sometime after seven, then, and um, 
Okay, and we we'll go into the bar. Um, is she at? Is she like on the bar at the moment? Uh, no, you don't see her at the bar. You don't. She's not at the front desk currently. Currently at the front desk is like a tiefling intern, and she's not at the bar either. There's a there's a half elf man with brown hair in a bun. Casney, you actually recognized him from uh, the from Edith's shop the other day. From Edith's shop the other day. I do not recall. But yes, okay, cool. <laughs> so, um, I mean, uh, Kasni will ask the um, the front desk guy. Uh, uh, is um, is uh, Lucia available for um, our meeting? I would like to talk to her. Girl, just kind of sitting there. She's not super busy right now. She's just kind of filing her nails. She says, "Yeah, uh, I think the official hours are closed, but I I saw her going to the kitchen. So if you're looking for her, you might want to ask there." Oh, she's in the kitchen. That's good because I was a bit worried that she would be in her office, and we'd need to find a way to get her out there. And in which case, uh, Kasni will um, stride confidently in the direction of the kitchen. I assume, since we have eaten here, I have a, a I have an idea of where the kitchen is. Yeah, it's uh, behind behind the bar. Basically, the the entrance to the kitchen is behind the bar. Where 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 any sensible person would put it. It's like it's like a whole separate room, you know. It's not it's not the you know open type where you can see into it. What's uh, what does Lucia look like? She's a half elf with dark blonde hair. She's you know in human terms she human terms she would be late thirties, early forties. Okay, right. So I'll um I I will uh, I, yeah I will go in. Um, I assume that Decla will be following close behind. In which case, okay, I'll I'll go up to the um the bar lady. Is it the tiefling that I struck out with? No, it's a half elf uh, with brown hair in a bun. Oh, sorry, yeah, I I thought he was at the front. Um, okay, um, hey, um, I just uh, can I just go into the kitchen for a bit? I I, I would like to uh, talk to Lucia. I have some business matters to discuss with her. It's urgent. I mean, you can't just go into the kitchen. It, it's it's kind of. I mean, I don't have. We we don't really have a lot of time. Can you get her? Uh, let me let me see. And uh, he uh, he sort of leans back to look through the door. And he, he says, "I think she'll be out pretty soon." And uh, a woman pushes past him out of the kitchen. She's got an elven woman with pink hair, and she's crying. And uh, pushes runs past you. Uh, you hear a door slam somewhere outside. If we didn't have things to do, I would suggest that somebody look into that. Um, but right now... The guy just kind of sips his drink to hold back laughter. And then he leans back again. And he goes, hey, Lucia, there's some there's some people here to talk to you. Can I, um, as the pink-haired sobbing person is going, can I see if I can, like, identify anything on their person that I could use to find them later. Good plan. Sure. I mean, roll me perception. Just just a quick perception to see how much you can memorize. 20 total. Okay. Yeah, um, elven woman. Kind of tall. Um, kind of meter 80 tall. Uh, long pink hair. Um... Uh, braided, but kind of a loose braid. Seems uh, she's been working. Seems she's been uh, running her ha- her hand through it a lot. She was wearing, you know, kitchen clothes. Anything else? What was she like? Did she have any jewelry? Uh, carrying anything? Um, she had a ring on her finger. Was it just a plain wedding ring? Yeah. 
Okay, I would immediately like to start this off by as um, as discreetly as possible casting charm person on Lucia. Okay, Lucia walks out on. I'll knock over a stool to provide a distraction. Yeah. Okay. So, Cassidy, do stealth. Um, do a stealth roll if you want to do it discreetly. You have advantage since uh, Decla is providing distraction. Oh, and I rolled two sevens, but uh, that's a thirteen. Lucia strides out of the kitchen. She looks kind of distressed from uh, uh, whatever just went in there. Presumably, she kind of uh, straightens her jacket and uh, she's got uh, she's got a skull. But uh, she steps out and she immediately she she get she gets the you know customer service smile on her face. So says hello. Yes, you wanted to talk to me. Yeah, I cast charm person. It's a wisdom save. Wisdom save. Does a seven beat your DC? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Okay. That was that was not good. Okay. Right. So, uh she is charmed. Right. So, um I will go I'll go over to Ah, Lucia dying. Um I am um, Yes. And I lean I lean in a bit closer and say I've got a matter of uh, business to um to discuss with you. Uh could we uh could we fi- um go somewhere a little bit uh private somewhere? Yeah. Yes. I think I think one of the back rooms should be free tonight. Is that right? And she looks at the half elf man, and he he just nods. Not nothing there tonight. Wonderful. Uh, that sounds that sounds excellent. Um, gentlemen, lady, come with me. Can I um, roll an insight check to try and see if anyone's noticed that uh, Kasni cast charm person? Okay, insight or perception. Twenty-five. Who? Eighteen plus seven. <laughs> You know, it's peak dinner time, so most people are focused on their plates, but you do catch um, at a table uh, your friend Failings giving you a stink eye. <laughs> she doesn't seem to be doing anything about it, she's just watching you. Well, she's unlikely to say anything since we are actually, um, you know, messing around, messing with the Maradanda and, and she's all for that. But, yeah. Um... But yeah, you know that she noticed you. All right. I give her a stink eye back. Mm, she 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 goes back to eating. So yeah, Lucia leads you through the uh, restaurant to to uh, the back room. There's a small window uh, with curtains drawn and a table with a few chairs. All right. Okay, so let's switch over. There's nothing here. We're too well hidden. <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't rolled stealth yet, so what approach are you taking? Um, you can either try the door behind the front desk or you can try a window. Like, If the option of the door behind the front desk becomes available, then absolutely. But if not, then yes, the window. I, I'm taking the door because I'm not getting up there. It, it's on the bottom floor. Don's can, Don can give you a boost. Oh, okay, yeah. Don can basically lift you through the window. Oh, yeah, never mind then. But yeah, should you, should you want to use it... Um, yeah, you know, it's at this time not many people are checking in or out, so the only person there is I mean, the few people are walking through, but the only person that's actually that's like there is the receptionist, who's a teenage intern who's uh currently busy filing her nails. If we reckon it's worth waiting for t- teenage receptionist to like go to the bathroom or something and leave the desk unoccupied for 5 minutes, then that's even better. Wait. I have an idea. Oh. Here! And I put my hand on, on uh, Don. And I cast uh, Invisibility. 
Hey. Hey. Poof. Uh, you can do anything except uh, attacking or casting a spell right now. Okay. It, this desk, is there like papers and keys and all that sort of stuff around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind it. Dawn basically sweeps, um, waits till the door is open, throws all the papers up in the air, and then darts behind to like flip all the keys off the hooks. Yeah, you uh, grab a st- stack of papers and throw them in the air, and uh, the girl just uh, lets out a loud shriek. Kaya kind of drops the file, and then you start uh, uh, messing with the keys, and she yells again, and she runs off. She runs towards the bar area. Not what I had in mind, but that works. <laughs> Let's go. I, I hold the door open and bow sarcastically, even though she can't see me. I I take all the keys and put them into my bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 don't feel like you have that much time. You're hearing her yell. There's a ghost here. Oh, I gr- there's a fucking ghost here. Okay, I grab one random set of keys and put them into my bag of holding. <laughs> okay, yeah. Just to make it so they have to go look for the keys later, <laughs> or like be confused about where they are. Okay. And then sneak in through the door. Okay, the door, the door, um... Sorry, before we do that, I guess, is the door locked? No, it's not, actually. Hmm. Hooray! Okay, uh, go in, close it behind us. Um, okay. Th- yeah, there's a short hallway. Hacker voice. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> there's one, one set of stairs leading downstairs, one door leading to uh, presumably a back room, and uh, one door that you can tell is uh, the quarters. Um, from my scouting last night, was I be able to, was I able to like see into her study, which I assume is the thing behind uh, the door down the corridor. Well, the curtains were drawn, but you did see like a coffee table and a bookshelf. That's about as much as you were able to see from the window. All right, let's head into the quarters. Yes, we we head to the quarters. Yeah, the door's unlocked. Easy peasy. Bit too easy. Are you being stealthy or not? Uh, yes. Always. Okay, then roll me stealth. Before we go inside, I drop an alarm spell on the uh, like entrance that we came through, so that we know if someone comes in. Okay. Uh, it's a mental alarm, so it'll just tell me if someone walks through it. Okay. B- before we go through the door, I uh, listen at the door. Okay, roll perception. Uh, twelve. Twelve. You don't really hear anything. Um, like mo- most of what you hear is the. Uh, kitchen noises and restaurant noises, so coming from the other door. Okay, alright, um, I inch the door open. So basically it's a small apartment. There's a living room with a sofa and a coffee table, and there's a small bookshelf, the one that you saw last night. Uh, in the other corner you see a desk with a locked cover. You know, the kind, uh, sort of, sort of the cover rolls down. Oh yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. From what you see from here through the doorway, there's a small kitchen nook. It's uh, not, like, super big. There's just uh, the countertop and a sink, basically, and, like, a table with... Uh, and on the wall you see a painting. Uh, a large painting of Lucia, and uh, there's another woman. Uh, she's an elf with pink hair, and they're dressed in uh, pretty dresses, and they're smiling. And uh, you can also see there's a door to the bathroom, there's a door to the bedroom. Do you want to go for the desk? And I'll go the other way? That seems most logical. Uh, have you rolled me a stealth, both if you're doing it stealthy? 
Uh, and I guess I have. What was it? Was it advantage or was it a well, bonus? Did you did you leave Cherry outside or uh, is Cherry with you? Cherry's definitely outside. Cherry is not sneaky. <laughs> Just smashes through the door, doesn't? <laughs> like yeah, Kool Aid uh, Man. Uh, twenty two. Nice, sneaky grandma. Mm. Uh, oh, actually, I'm worse. Twenty one. Well, both of you, both of you are pretty good. Yeah, both, both of you. Midway through breaking into the desk, I was like, "Are you still there?" <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the one I can't see. Oh God, yeah. How long does the invisibility last? An hour. Now, or until <laughs> I drop concentration. Okay, but I, I'd say that's a big enough action that if you're unlocking the desk, that would break it. But you are, you know, super stealthy. I, I, that would still count. I mean, I have proficiency in thieves' tools. If that makes a difference, if it breaks the invisibility, but I'm happy for it to go down. No, it doesn't. Okay, roll me, roll me lock picking. Roll me thieves' tools. Oh Jesus! Uh, thirty-eight. <laughs> you you just give the lock a dirty look, and it pops. You hear a click as it pops open. No, sorry, twenty-eight, not thirty-eight. Oh, it's getting. Very okay, well still. then, then you then you actually do need to fiddle with it a little bit before it pops open and <laughs> before it clicks and pops open. Thirty eight is like you look at the lock and it's it's scared of you. <laughs> Just... Yes, what what is in the desk? What's in the desk? What's in the desk? Uh, there's several folders because it's the kind of kind of desk that has like shelves above it. Once it's open. Dawn will get Marjorie over because Marjorie's the librarian. She'll be far better at the cataloging, and Dawn will search the rest of the room. Yeah, so there's various folders on it, and there's also a stack of letters. Well, take them. I thought the idea was to leave no trace. We'd actually been here. Uh, yes, I have a plan for that. Take them. Okay. Um, we take them. I ch- I check the desk to make sure there's no like hidden compartments or anything like that as well. Roll me investigation. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, yeah, you do find a secret compartment. Ooh. Ooh. There's uh, a big box of lavender dust in it. Uh, how much is it worth? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I haven't come up with the actual price yet. So, like, when you say a box of lavender dust, are we equating it to like a kilo of hard drugs or like a gram? Oh, I mean that that that's a big spectrum. Is it for personal use or is it for chopping up and distributing? It's for personal okay, use. Right. That that's, that's But it's a large amount of personal use. So have you gotten everything out of the desk? Uh I think so. Uh Dawn holds up like several baggies. It's like got quite a bit of the uh, lavender dust. Well, you can... that'll make a good party. <laughs> Anyway, Marjorie uncorks her alchemy jug. So, um, this place is run by the mob, right? Yep. Oh no! It's okay if we burn it down. Oh no! Yes, that as far as I'm aware. That'll make sure we don't leave a trace. It will indeed. Uh, and I dump out a liter of oil onto the desk. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, okay, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you. Um, we're gonna switch the scene to uh, the conversation crew. So <laughs> the, the interrogation crew. So uh, 
I'm sorry, I was I was completely the opposite of expecting that. <laughs> yeah, okay, so let's switch back to the interrogation crew. Cassie, Decla, Lucia just led you into uh, one of the back rooms. So, what can I do for you? Just just one moment. Uh, this is just a, you know, precaution business, you know, these things. So, of course, of course. And, um, and uh Kasni casts the Zone of Truth. <laughs> Yay! Okay, Yay. what do I need to roll? Christmas saving throw. Does a 13 catch your IC? No! Yeah! Shit, I was going to introduce myself with a fake name before, but I will, um... Um... Oh, no! I can't lie! Um... You can... Like, are you placing it so that it covers the entire room? Like, you can place it. I mean, it. I could try casting it outside through a window or something. Yeah, well, Zoni's actually going to extend outside of the back room, so it's going to, depending on where you uh, cast it, it's going to extend either out on the street or into the restaurant. Um, Out into the street, because uh, into the restaurant people might notice and kick up a fuss, whereas out in the street people will be like, what the fuck? The question is, uh, can Kasni place it somewhere, um, which could be outside, so that Kasni and I are not affected? While I'm casting, I'm going to lead Decla into the very into one like one corner for the um, for the purposes of of. So I'll be stuck in the corner. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, now I'll I'll cast it so that she's on the side where the the zone of truth is. So let's cast it so that half of the room is covered and we are not in that half. Yes. And I would like myself and Kazni to be on the side near the door. Yes. Yeah, she points to the table and says, please, sit down. All right. I prefer to stand. Uh, I will pull a chair into a position so that I can sit outside of the zone. <laughs> and um, Cassie says, um, I'm, uh, my, my, name, my name is Nico, and I'm, um, I, I'm, I'm just uh, in town for a few days, but I was, uh, was wanting to, um, I was wondering about uh, perhaps, uh, you know, getting... Um, I, I I I hear that uh, you're the person to get like um, a connection to um, to certain people uh, and uh, organisations. That is true. I just was wondering about you know what sort of things you were up to in the area, um, so that um, myself and my uh, uh, affiliates can uh, can get perhaps get involved. Well, I don't currently have any job openings in my inn. Which is, uh... We're not looking for work. No, no, um, not that sort of, uh, connection, perhaps. I'm aware what kind of connections you're seeking, but, you see, for the purposes of, uh, staying out of sight, I do employ people who work in the organization in my inn as well. Well, um, that, that's a shame, but, um, if we were, for example, to perhaps, um, set up, um, maybe, maybe we could... You know, provide your um, establishment with, and I, I sort of give her a wink. You know, some may, maybe some uh, some interesting beverages, uh, perhaps some uh, beer, or, or or maybe some uh, foodstuff supplies. I do have a supplier already in town, so oh, that's a real shame. Um, what exactly it is that you want uh, in our business? I was just hoping to f- uh, find out a little more of. Um, what uh, what your um, organisation is into, you know, so that um, if perhaps uh, I get a, a foot in the door, as they say, I can uh, perhaps 
know um, what I might be in for. I I have some awareness of uh, what you what your business is involved in. Listen, I run this establishment. You don't have to use doublespeak with me. Okay, well, in which case... We'd mostly deal with lavender dust trade. Yeah, um, I was, I was just wondering... Where about... does lavender dust come from? We have supplier in the city. Do you know how they make it? No, I'm not, I'm not aware of the production method. Okay. But they are reliable... Is it? It's, you know, the good stuff. Good quality, yes? The good quality comes out of town. So, um... What other things do you do? Yeah, well, what what else have you got connections with? Well, uh, this, this establishment, like I said, mostly deals with uh, lavender dust trade. I assume you make good money with that? It's decent, I'd have to say. Since we have the all the operations in place, this is a good outfit for smuggling as well. Ah, yes, yes, of course. I mean, it's a good location for that. that mm-hmm. does, um... Good location and, you know, being an inn, it's uh, easy enough to wheel things in and out. What sort of things do you uh, smuggle out of the city? Mostly unlawful magic items. Uh, ah, yes, you must be uh, you, you must be involved with my friend, uh, old Edith. I, I... Yes, Edith, I know them well. Yes, they, yeah. They're a, they're a good friend and business partner. Uh, they're, they're practically family. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> no, no, to me, to me. Um... Yes, no one really wants, uh, no one really wants old Edith in their family. <laughs> <laughs> they're practically family. They, uh, they are related to my, related to my, my, my family by a, by a marriage somewhere along the lines. It's, um, oh, the small world. Yeah, yes. Um, uh, one of the places we've, uh, you know, we've been, I've been, I've been catching up with her since, uh, since we've been in town. But like I said, we're not planning on hit be, uh, planning to be here for very long this particular occasion. But we will back, be back in the area. We in, uh... don't need to do small talk here, Kasney. Yes. Okay. Fine. Fine. Yes. You're right. <laughs> and that's not my name. Shush! I introduced myself with a different name. No, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. What did you say yeah. there? I introduced myself as Nico. That's my crime name. <laughs> I have a crime name. <laughs> I'm like looking at Cassie going like, what the fuck are you even like doing? We have information we need to get out of this person. Not chatting about old Edith. <laughs> yeah, and she's kind of looking at you. So I see you're up to no good as well, Cassie. <laughs> Cassie just face palms. Decla <laughs> Just give the other I, name I, you Okay. Know. I yeah, I, I go up to Lucia and I, I say, um what happens to the people you take? Um sorry? The people, the people you take. Esther, the dragonborn. When debts can't be when debts can't be paid, you take people. Ah Well I don't know how you've heard about that, but See, the thing is, that does not actually come from us. Mm-hmm. Where does it come from? I do not know. A few months ago, maybe two maybe two or three months ago, I was contacted by a contact uh, directly from Cartreval saying that uh, we are instituting this new policy. From what? The Cartreval, it's a, a city up north. What kind of contact... How did they get in touch? 
somebody from the organization. Look, I don't know every Mook Agatha sends. I don't need to know who they were, um, but how did they contact you? Personally, they came here. Okay, and what did they look like? Just your, you know, regular run-of-the-mill gnome. It was Marjorie. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's Marjorie all the time! No, but I bet I'm related to them. Oh, 100% oh God, of you are. You you're, you're, you're related to every fucking gnome in this whole place. Uh, well, <laughs> some bad apples. This is half the fucking orchard at this rate. So who would know where the where where the uh, taken people have gone? Uh, I guess there's something you'd have to ask Agatha. Who's Agatha? Well, she runs this organization. All right, and um, how did you? How did did someone come and collect your delivery? Delivery? Esther. How did you get rid of Esther? I'm not personally involved with that business. That's that's an outside connection who does that. Right. I just let a contact in town know who owes the debt that they haven't been repaying. They take care of the rest. Who's the contact? They haven't given a name. They're a human. Long black hair. They appear female. From what I can see, they usually wear a cloak. And, uh, well, usually we meet in this very... in this very room. (laughs) I don't ask for details, I don't need to know. And how do they contact you? Do they come here and ask for you? Yes. Well, they're secret code words, you know. We We don't advertise our business out loud. Yes, well, we've discovered quite. We've we've heard quite a lot. Uh, just you know, wandering around the city, there's clearly more awareness of your business practices than you let slip. True, and I mean, we do interact with the populace. You must have been talking to the right people. Yeah, the victims. You call them victims. I call them customers. Wow. Mm. Do you have any more questions, Kasney? I feel like some of this. What was the connection to Lucia? I really start. I'm really starting to feel like this. Uh, this woman isn't who we need to talk to. So, Lucia, what are you not telling us? Good question. <laughs> In regards to what? In regards to your whole operation. You know, Maradanda practices. Your people smuggling. Your drug running. There must be something you're holding back. Well, I've told you as much as I would uh, to prospective employees. More, even. What's the biggest crime you've ever committed? And I cast <laughs> command and I say, confess. Mm, nice, nice. Oh, oh, okay. Let me let me think of something real bad. Yes, justify me burning this place down. <laughs> yeah! When I was at the university studying economics, one of my classmates died of suspicious causes. I was the cause. Oh, a murderer. I mean, honestly, that's not that shocking, really, but, um... <laughs> Good to know, though. What was the name of this person who died suspiciously? Elisa. Her name was Elisa. Right. Do, do we know where the drugs are coming from? She did say some. She said something about where they were, but I don't know if it was... I think it might have been quite vague. Yeah. There's a supplier in the city. That's what she said. Yeah, we need to find out who they are because like we might not be able to follow up on the human trafficking but we can destroy their 
local suppliers. This is true. Can you give us more information about the supply of the lavender dust? Do you have any names, locations? Yes, well... Oh man, do... Do I try to get out of this or do I actually try to tell you? Persuade! Can yeah, I yeah, persuade? yeah, 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 do, yeah. Do, do, do persuade. Do persuade. Persuade, persuade, persuade. Hey, well, that was a twen- 22. 22. Yeah, I have a plus 8 in persuasion. Nice. Yeah, and she says, well, since you're proving to be a similar-minded individual to what we're looking for in our establishment, I can tell you it's old Edith. Oh, well, that I- makes things easier. Yeah, we cut away. Let's cut away. You you cut away to Marjorie holding a match. Holding a match and cackling evilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and behind you, you hear a door open. Uh, wait. There, an alarm would have gone off in my head if someone passed through the reception door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, behind you, you hear a door open and out of the bedroom. Oh, shit. Walks a woman. Your stealth rolls were high enough. She doesn't seem to notice you. She's uh, wiping her eyes. She's got long pink hair and she's wearing uh, kitchen clothes and she walks into this uh, small kitchen area behind. Uh, Dawn and Marjorie just sort of look at each other in that silent, how are we getting away with this? That's for for later us to figure out and I drop the match. (laughs) Um, yes chaos marjorie (laughs) moving the plot (laughs) dawn makes a dash for the window okay uh the window there's one window in the bedroom one window in the kitchen well i can't go through the kitchen i i stick my head in where that person was and go fire run (laughs) what who the fuck fire (laughs) what the fuck's going on and she she she's holding she's holding a kettle and uh, she's pouring uh, she's pouring some water into it and she just looks around confused. What the fuck? Fire! Run! Ah! How many times do I have to say it? <laughs> she she looks at the jug of water in her hands and she runs over to the desk oh, and no, wait, pours wait, water no. on it. Oh uh, yes! Oh, wait, oh, oil. wait! She's poured water <laughs> on an oil fire. Yes! Oh hell! She she didn't yeah, she didn't it, know it was an oil fire. Oh shit! <laughs> Yes! Well, I mean, that she, building's she definitely panicked. going down now. She throws the water on the oil and a bowl of fire just uh, rises up from it and uh, it knocks her back. I didn't do that. <laughs> I... <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs> She's lying there on the floor. Um, Dawn's got a window open and sort of gesturing to Marjorie. Can we at least dump her outside? <sighs> the fire's spreading. Fine, I grab, I grab her by an ankle and drag her outside. Yeah, she's she starts mumbling. <laughs> looks like she's looks like she knocked herself out, but she's coming too. <laughs> um, I cast disguise self, and then I go out the window. What do you look like? What do I look like? Um, I make myself look like Edith. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a very tall Edith. Yeah, you can't do that. There's only so much you can reduce your height. She is barely conscious, and I'm more worried about her seeing my face. That's fair. Do you look like a really tall old Okay. I cast this guy self uh, and make myself look like a tiny Dawn. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) 
kitten. Can't, no, you should, make, you should make yourself look like Edith as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's the first face I could think of. <laughs> Sorry, just um, Dawn, Dawn just sort of rolls uh, against one of the outside walls, not of the building, but of like the surrounding um, wall to it, uh, mm-hmm. with her face like towards the wall, and say, "We should probably grab all of our stuff." Yeah, in the building, you're just starting to burn. I have all my stuff in my bag of holding. That's true, you do all have your bags of holding now. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm not used to like carrying around yeah yeah. I'm sure the others will smell the fire, right? I mean Yeah, and as you're saying this a bell starts ringing, a bell starts going off. It sounds like an alarm bell. Like it like a fire alarm bell. I whistle for a cherry and uh jump in the seat as soon as the chair comes around the corner. Well, where did you leave Cherry? Probably like right near the entrance, like the main door. The thing is, though, being a seat standing outside, someone might be sitting in it when, <laughs> <laughs> when the chair comes around the corner. Oh, yeah, there's an there's an elderly dragonborn sitting on Cherry. Uh, they're just kind of hol- holding on to their hat as uh, Cherry uh, rounds around the corner and uh, stops in front of you. Uh, Did you order a dragonborn? <laughs> Who are you? Get out of my chair. This is your chair? Get out of my chair! He stands up and uh, uh, props himself up on his cane and just kind of hobbles away. And like, Why would you park your chair in front of the building if you didn't want anyone to sit in it? Just kind of kind of walks away. I don't have an answer to that, actually. <laughs> I don't have a good reply. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get out of here. Yeah, and you uh, like it. And yeah, Cassidy Decla, as you're finishing up your conversation with Lucia, you hear a bell ring. And Lucia's eyes suddenly go wide and she she looks around. She says, oh, oh no. <sighs> so, friends, I'm afraid uh, this uh, discussion has been cut short. Uh, it appears there's a fire. I'm sorry, I, g- I have to go deal with the situation. <laughs> Oh, very understandable, of course. Um, and, and yeah, she she doesn't even say she as you're saying stuff. She just walks out. Where does she go? I'm following her. Just into the, um, into the restaurant. She seems to be dealing with the fire, with the with evacuation. She seems to be starting the evacuation protocol. Decla, Decla, just come on, let's leave. As long as she's not putting it out, is what I was doing. All right, come on, let's leave. Yeah, I leave. And yeah, you leg it out the front door, um, you just mingle amongst the mass of people uh, exiting the restaurant. Some of them seem worried, some of them seem more annoyed that, that they can't finish dinner. Um, but yeah, all of you meet in a nearby park, which let's say was part of your exit strategy. You, you watch as the fire brigade uh, drives by in their carts to presumably go put out the fires and... Uh, uh, we'll we'll see what the group uh, does next time. Dice Out Now game is a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. Our intro and outro music is Bells by Fake Cats Project. 
If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Dice Out Now Game on Twitter, where you will also find links to our personal accounts. Dice Out Now Game is a part of Be Gay Roll Dice, a podcast network for actual play podcasts made by LGBT folk. Follow them on Twitter at Be Gay Roll Dice and check out other wonderful shows on the network. If you can, please rate and review our podcast and tell your friends about us. Now, game! gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, pull up a chair and put down your chips. It's time for Tabletop Roulette. We are an actual play tabletop anthology podcast with a rotating cast of players, GMs, and games, running one-shots and short campaigns focused on uplifting people from marginalized backgrounds. You can find us every Friday, wherever you find your podcasts, on Twitter at TTRPG Roulette, or on Discord at the link in our Twitter and in our show notes.